This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Trading Group flying solo again, and I, I don't normally open this show, so uh, I apologize. Yes, it's the Patriot Radio News Hour live radio. You never know what I'm going to say. Uh, the second to last show of the year. So we got a show today and a show tomorrow, and then that's it. We're closed on Friday, then we're, we're going to be closed again on Monday, and then we'll reopen on Tuesday. And as I said and been saying, we're kind of on holiday hours, so uh, I know I'll be out of here early today. Uh, Wendy will be here uh, at least later on in the afternoon, uh, and then tomorrow, kind of the same thing as well. So uh, if you need to speak to us, call us at 800-951-0592. If for whatever reason we are not in, Leave us a message, and we'll call you back the very next day. Unless, uh, of course, it's Friday or Monday, then uh, we won't get back to you until Tuesday. Uh, You can order everything online at allamericangold.com. And all kinds of options. Now you you can pay by credit card, you can pay by check, you can do all kinds of things. Uh, If you go out uh, to the website allamericangold.com, click the Order Now button. You go out to the shopping cart course, the news to disturb the comfortable every single day, Monday through Friday. It's kind of like our version of the free report, but it's actually free. Right? We're not like these other guys. They tell you they're going to give you a free report as long as you give them your name, your address, and your telephone number, and they bother you uh, for the rest of your lives until you move or change your number. You can just go out there any time of the day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, to get the news. If you want to place orders, you can do that 24 hours a day. Don't forget uh, to follow us on our podcast, Uh, SoundCloud. uh, If you just go out to the website there and you click the follow us uh, button and you do what it tells you to do, you'll get emails when the new uh, programs are updated. And don't forget to the medals program. I'll tell you right now, I'm behind. <laughs> I'm just behind. Uh, the good part is pretty much I've got everything ready to go. It's going to be another one of the. I, I think you guys are going to love it, all of you that are already in the medals plan. Uh, by the way, thank you so much for all of you that have given us the feedback. People, you just love it. It's great. If you have no clue what I'm talking about, uh, out on our website, we have a medals program button. It's it's a red button with a $20 gold piece on it. If you click on that, uh, it allows people. We're trying to make sure everybody that wants to be in on these uh, markets have the opportunity to do so. Uh, you can start with as little as $100 a month. There is no maximum. You can do as much as you like. Uh, you, 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 you put a card on file. You tell us the day of the month you want us to 
to hit the card, and then four times a year we physically deliver right to your doorstep. Uh, you get the best the best pricing and some just really super uh, great products, new products, products that I normally, you know, some of the products I don't normally uh, sell on the air, uh, a lot of the products I do, uh, but it's just a great mix, and, and, it, and it's a lot of fun. I have fun doing it, uh, but I just want to let you know that at this time in last quarter, I think we are already shipping people. Uh, that isn't the case this time around, but I think I think we're gonna have, and, and I'm I'm not promising, but it'll be close by next Friday. By next Friday, I think we'll have pretty much everybody out. Yes, next Friday, not not this Friday coming, the following Friday, <laughs> the Friday after New Year's. Yeah. So, uh, but but the good news is pretty much everything's here. I just I need to do it. it and uh, Wendy and I we, we shipped out all of the uh, non metals program people uh, yesterday, and then uh, we'll get to all of the metals program people. We'll hit it hard Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, if need be. Uh, I'll drag my wife in here on Saturday, and we'll finish it up. But uh, uh, it's going to be a great. This is another great one. It really is. I'm so excited. I'm, I was excited last quarter. This quarter is even better. Uh, all kinds of news to talk about. Really, not all kinds. But we had a well, a, a one piece of economic data out, and, and it was data that I like because it's factual data. In other words. It's not some survey. Uh, yes, it does get seasonally adjusted, but this was pending home sales. And the thing about pending home sales is this were where people actually signed the contract to buy the house. Not, uh, you know, how many people, what do I think is going to, how many people are going to come in next month, or or what's my my optimism? This is actual, factual, how many people signed on the bottom line. All of the great people with their wisdom out there thought that, that pending home sales would rise. This was a November number. So this was the after the election number actually fell two and a half percent and pending home sales are now the lowest they've been since January and are now down year over year. We'll talk about that and we'll talk about what's going on at the malls as well. Pedro Radio News Hour, don't touch that dial.
I know, it's crazy. Everything's going to be wonderful. I mean, the debt's over $20 trillion. What could possibly be bad about that? You know, the sad part is, is just in a few years, we're going to wish it was only $20 trillion. That's how big, that's how quick it's coming. It is coming. But rising rates is not good for housing. Rising rates is not good for car sales. Why? Because it makes them cost more. And lo and behold, look what's happened. Listen, already, I know, let's live in make-believe, right? Let's just pretend that these part-time workers can buy houses. Let's pretend, you know, houses are at all-time highs. They're telling you all the time. Of course, when you start looking at the houses that are being sold, they're not houses that 70% of Americans can afford. Of course, that's the reason why. Look at home ownership rates. They're still falling. So less and less people own their home. Less and less people can actually afford. Those that don't own can actually afford to own. And they're trying to convince us that somehow raising rates is going to make it better. Of course, it didn't. But this is what we want to believe. We want to believe that part-time job at uh, you know Walmart is going to pay the bill. Oh, I know. Maybe you can be an Uber driver, and you'd be able to buy a you know a two hundred three hundred thousand dollar home. There's none of that makes any sense. And this is what I said. You know, you you've got two choices, right? You we can believe the, I guess what I'll call the non factual storyline, right? We can believe Janet Yellen telling you, listen, we're at full employment, can't get any better. I mean, this is the best it's going to get. Matter of fact, it's so good now that wages are going to go up now. And and you sit there and you start thinking, well, wait a minute. If we were really at full employment, wouldn't the economy be better, right? Wouldn't things be going along better? Wouldn't General Motors be adding production instead of, what, closing plants? Right. Wouldn't home sales be actual, factual home sales where they actually signed the contract? Wouldn't they be going up? Of course they would. It's not true. And the reason is, is simple. Because 94% of all the jobs created in the last decade are part-time. And that's not me saying it. I didn't do it. And then you start to think about, you know, remember I, I, I posed the question, what's going to happen to all these stores? I mean, I was out there. And I never go out there. And I was out there. Right? Normally I go to the mall once a year. This year I happen to have to go twice. The Sunday before Christmas, the day before Christmas. I mean, you got to. Anybody, I would think, would be like, wow, those are probably two of the busiest days. And I went to the best mall this town has to offer. 
right? Everybody, anybody that lives in this town, Fashion Square Mall is the mall of the mall. And it was empty. Parking, no problem. Right next to the elevator. Well, I didn't, there wasn't an elevator, but the, right next to the stairway to, to walk into the mall. In, out, no big deal. And then the funny thing was is there was a big article on CNBC, which is, you know, the stock channel, on their website today, talking about 2017, the year of more store closing. And they spun it really good. They did. They said, but yes, they're going to have to close the brick and mortars, but, you know, their online traffic is better. They're getting better at doing online. And, and I pose the question again, well, what are we going to do with it all? I, and I guess the, the teenagers have kind of told us what it's going to be. The, the malls are now the new fight club. Right? Did you, I mean, all weekend long, I guess they were going to these malls and starting brawls. I know uh, Colorado had one. We had one here at, at Mills Mall last night. Uh, I, I don't know where it was. I forget where it was. Uh, another big food court brawl at the mall. And and I'm thinking, well, gosh, if we were at full employment, <laughs> right? I mean, you just start going through, why is all of this stuff happening? I mean, is this the new normal? Right? The new normal is we're going to pretend. We're going to live in fantasy land forever. And you start really thinking about what's really happening. Right? All the the bans on cash and all of the, almost the whole world, almost, it seems like, almost overnight. Has apparently decided. That cash is the enemy, right? <laughs> and it doesn't have to do with cash. It's not cash that's the enemy. Right? It's the currency. Because they already know what they've, what they've done. Right? Zero rates, negative rates. Oh, wow, we raised it to a half of a point. Ten years. But we got a half point. Never, ever, ever in the history of the world have we seen any of this. And they're trying to convince us, no, 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 don't worry, this is going to work out just fine. What could possibly go wrong? But see, they already know it. They already know it's gone wrong. But no one wants to talk about $20 trillion Because you know why? Why talk about $20 trillion? Because they know, hey, five more years, it's going to be 30 And you start thinking about interest on the day. You think think about what Illinois is going through now. Did you see Illinois? They're losing population by the thousand. And the answer is simple: because they're broke. Everyone's trying to get out. California now saying, "Hey, starting next week, we're just going to automatically enroll you into our uh, into into Kelpers if you don't have a four hundred one k." 
Why? Because they're broke. The Dallas pension system, right? Hey, oh, well, you know, I know we told you you can have your money whenever you want, but now you can't. Why? Because they're broke. Right? Why did they change the laws on money markets and mutual funds and 401ks and IRAs? Because they're broke. And the funny thing is, is they try to convince you that they're not. And I, I'm amazed. I don't know how they get away with it. But when you look at really what the media wants you to believe, it's hard. I have so many customers out there that say, and, and, and it may be their spouse, right? It could be their wife, their husband. Maybe it's the boyfriend, the girlfriend, mom or dad, son or daughter. When they listen to this show, they don't want to believe it. They want to think I'm the one that's making it up. Yet, really, all they got to do is go look for themselves. You know, it's so funny. How do you think I got here? You know, when, when talking about my story, Wendy's got the same story, really. Wendy's like, what? She's not even listening. But, you know, when we met Eric, I think both of us would agree. This guy was nuts. Nuts. That was Wendy's word, by the way, not mine. But he was nuts. Great guy. Nuts. And for those of you that don't know, Eric's actually my wife's uncle, but I, we say he's my uncle because it's just easier. And, of course, for those of you that maybe don't know who Eric is, Eric started Patriot Training Group. He started this company. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah 21. 21. Yeah. 21? 21. I know, Wow. Right? No, I, I met Eric 19 years ago when I was in the dental field, and he was a patient. And I would call him and say, you would call and harass him. I would call and harass him. And one day he called me up and said, hey, you want to come work for me? And I'm like, what do you do? And he goes, oh, uh, I sell gold and silver coins. I'm like, okay. And you didn't know anything about it? Nothing, nothing. So I came to the office and he opens up his book and his books and he shows me how much money he has and what he does and on the radio and, and all about the clients. And I went, sure, okay. <laughs> I'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it. And... 19 years later, I'm still here. And, you know, the, 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 but the funny thing is, is, I think both of us, you know, the first time you hear it, you're like, what? This, what? this guy's nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, certifiable crazy talk. I mean, and this was, when I met Eric, this was like dot-com talk. Right. That's right. Right? You know, oh, it, yeah. and, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Right. Look at out there. He is speaking of the devil. We're talking about you. We're, we're speaking of the devil here. Good, good, good old Eric is here. Yeah, I was telling him the story. We're telling the story about how how I met you from the dental office, from right? the dentist office. Have you ever seen wider teeth? <laughs> he really does have nice teeth. Yes, he, he, he does. That is a lie. It's got horrible teeth. Yeah, but they haven't fallen out. They don't fall out. They. <laughs> But but to my point is the first time you hear it, you can't believe it. 
I'm telling actual facts. Pending home says where you actually physically signed the contract. They went down. Of course they went down. Houses just got a lot more expensive. Yeah, they went down because why? Because nobody really has any money. It, and you sit there and you think, jobs, you want all oh, Janet Yell says it's full employment. Every job that's been created in the last 10 years has been a part-time job. Okay, 94%. That's a fact. It's not my number. I don't make them up. It's very hard. And, and, and I went through that same thing, right, when I first heard this message. And I I would... I'd go home and I'd tell him, man, I love hanging out with your uncle. We we had a blast. We really did. And it was so funny because, you know, Fox News had just, you know, I would say it was in its early years, been around, but I was a Fox News guy. Right? And I watched, and I just did, before I ever met Eric, I'd always liked watching the news. Right, and I I was a stock guy, a fox guy, right, and I just I ate it all up. Oh yeah, this has got to be the only. I mean, right, I own tech stocks. I do. <laughs> I'm thinking there. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Take that money, buy stocks. I mean, what? Why? Why are you not doing? Of course, what happened? <laughs> right, the whole thing went kaput. Kaput. Right, kaput. Right, and everybody's buying gold and silver. And, and I'm sitting here, and I and the more I started looking at it and, and researching it and finding out the truth, the more I realized, holy cow! He, knew what he, was he knows exactly what he's talking about. And now we're sitting here at the end of this bubble that he's been talking about. It, and it's amazing what's going to happen next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Eagle Forum, dedicated to keeping you informed and helping win the battle against forces that mock traditional values, deny freedom of religion, and would redefine the family. Now, from the Eagle Forum studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Some fail to recognize that the Electoral College is the single greatest safeguard against vote fraud and a potential national crisis if there is a disputed presidential election outcome. Big cities like Chicago can cheat all they want in voting, as they have historically done, but that will not change the outcome under the ingenious system of our electoral college. Our founders opposed tyranny by the majority, and the Bill of Rights stands against allowing a mere majority vote to impose its will on everyone else. The electoral college is there for the same reason, to provide a buffer against the whims of the masses. In illegal immigration-friendly California, Hillary Clinton defeated Donald Trump by more than 2 million votes. But the election results should not depend on how many votes a candidate can obtain in a liberal, insolvent state like California. Twice in the last five presidential elections, the winner of the Electoral College did not receive more popular votes than his rival. But that's only because California is so one-sidedly Democrat. Without including California, the Republican candidates won the popular vote in three of the past five elections. Opponents of the Electoral College could repeal it by hijacking a convention of states or constitutional convention. 
While promoters of the Convention of States deny repealing the Electoral College as one of their goals, they don't disclose the identity of their financial backers, so there's no real way to know for sure their underlying intent. The wonderful Republican platform of 2016, which helped carry Donald Trump to his victory, rejects any, quote, scheme to abolish or distort the procedures of the Electoral College, including the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact. That compact, enacted by 10 states so far, attempts to bypass the Electoral College without changing the Constitution. Our nation should not be hostage to one or two states' ultra-left voters. Neither should we be victim to the democratic political machines in large cities that are notorious for withholding their vote totals until late in the evening to see just how many votes they need to flip results in their favor. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. What can and should be done about double voting and voting by dead people, convicted felons, dogs, and illegal aliens? Write Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002 and ask for the latest on election fraud. That's Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002. Or go to eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Scholar blue collar of a man He came from the school Where you didn't need nothing If you couldn't make it with your own two hands He was backwards Backwards Use words like no sir Yes ma'am Welcome back Our toll free number 800-951-0592 Or now you can just go out to the website Allamericangold.com And order right online uh, gold and silver both up again today. Uh, silver's on, or gold's up a uh, dollar and a half, almost two dollars, eleven hundred thirty-nine dollars. Uh, silver's up about ten cents now, sixteen oh two. And just, I just think silver's an incredible opportunity right now. I really do. I think it's significantly undervalued. Uh, and really, they both are, but but silver more so than gold right now. And you know, as we were talking about, you know, just start thinking about what's happened in the last seventeen, eighteen, twenty-one years that this that patriot has been around. We've had the dot-com bubble right wiped out. Who knows? Untold trillions of dollars that really didn't exist, right? All predicated by what? The media, right? All driven, right? We all, I was, I'll say I was in, right? I believed it. Matter of fact, I remember, uh, and, and, and I don't even know what it was. But why we were together, but it was my older brother, my one youngest brother that's closest to me and myself. And I just vividly remember we had the conversation and and we were telling my my older brother, the lieutenant colonel. And I was telling him, hey, listen, the NASDAQ's going to go higher than the Dow. 
<laughs> and I'm just, I only laughed out because I, it, it took, what, 17, 18 years for the NASDAQ to get back to where it was before the, the dot-com bubble popped? And I, oh, yeah, Dan, you know, you're absolutely. We had the housing crash. Right, perpetuated by who? The media, the Federal Reserve, right? Ben Bernanke telling, oh, no, there's, well, there's a little froth. It's mainly in the subprime. I don't see this as an issue. I think they're clueless because they don't want to look at the reality. Right, then the financial crisis and too big to fail. And if it wasn't for us, you'd never know. They've actually made them bigger. They're even more, right? If they were too big to fail back then. And, and you start to to kind of understand that, that you know what, you, you it takes a little time. And they try to change the, you know, they try to get you to deal with the perception that they want you to see versus what the real realities are. And and we're we're entering a whole new phase. We see it with the attack on on fiat money. Right, they want to go to digital. And really, it's just a, a simple way for all of them to do it. What together? And it's it's the changing of the money. We're witnessing that. It's happening right now. Sure as I'm sitting here. And then you start thinking about how did the Dow, you know, and of course the Dow is down today on the housing news. And I don't know, again, they're so surprised. Uh, But the Dow hasn't been able to cross 20,000. And in order for all of these things that they talked about to have been true, and I mean all of them, your 401k stuff, your pensions, your retirement, all of that stuff, the Dow has to be at like forty or 50000 now. It's not. It's unclosed. And this is the big problem, because you can't go from a trillion dollars of debt to $20 trillion of debt and have it work and have the math work. And we're kind of at the, and I say we're at this, in the, and getting ready to enter this new phase. And the new phase really is kind of the last phase which is an explosion of debt, but without economic growth. You know, when we first decided to go with debt explosions, right, we we closed the gold window in 1971. And that's really when it started. We went from $400 billion to a trillion dollars in 10 years. Right? That was the first big explosion. Right? And we had, of course, remember, 
hyperinflation and all of this stuff was running wild. Gold went to $850. Silver was at 50 And then we had a, the next big explosion of debt where when Ronald Reagan came in and the debt just started skyrocketing. We didn't we knew it was going up. Right cuz he went from 1 trillion to 3 trillion. But then the other part was the social security part. So really he probably went from 1 trillion to about 5 trillion. It was actually a much bigger move than they wanted us to know. Right, and then remember, Alan Greenspan, and, and we had the tech bubble going, and we were going to grow our way out of it. And this was how we were going to fix it. This was the answer. Because as we saw it back then, and you got to think about it, this is about when Eric started Open's Patriot. And Alan Greenspan, you know, we... The media wanted you to believe that we ran budget surpluses for a couple of years while Clinton was in charge. Right? If you find some uneducated people, they'll say that. It's not true, but they'll say it anyway. But we were going to pay off the national debt. And I think Alan Greenspan was absolutely right. We were going to actually need, need to run real budget surpluses and pay off the national debt by 2010. And this is how we were going to save the whole economy. This is how we were going to go save Social Security. This is how we were going to save Medicare and Medicaid. This is how we were going to save it. Okay, the debt's now $20 trillion. So what does that really mean? Talk about that next. that they were living in. They thought they were doing a great job. Of course, it couldn't have been a year or two after that. It was a rational exuberance, and the whole thing fell apart. But we didn't pay it off. <laughs> I mean, the debt was only like $5 trillion when he said it. That was 20. 
as sure as I'm sitting here, and I know nobody wants to talk about it. They don't want to admit it. They want to. Well, the CBO says based on using unicorn and 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 fantasy land numbers. Hey, the deficit's only going to be thirty trillion, in in ten years, it's going to be forty. Just what it's going to be. How do you think that's going to get paid for? I know you don't want to think about it. Someone's got to pay for it. Who do you think that's going to be? I got a little news flash for you. Why do you think they're doing all of this stuff? Right? All of a sudden, oh, yeah, it's, it's cash. It's evil. It's terrible. And it's not convenient. Let's not forget that. You know what? And, and, and by the way, there's only two places where Americans really have their money. Most Americans. The ones that listen to this show and do what we tell you, you've got a third place. Most Americans have their money where? In the bank and in some type of retirement vehicle. That's it. Those are the only places. Look who's coming in. I'm so excited to see you. Merry New Year. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Sorry, I've been gone. I've been out. I've been out like every Friday for this entire month. So we had graduation. You did? Congratulations, by the way. How about that? My uh, youngest, I didn't think it'd be possible. So, And then... Um, well, she was your smartest one. You know, yeah. you eventually get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh knows, I've had plenty of practice at it. So, uh, And then... Um, and then we had, well, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve coming up. I'm heading out to the desert, so and um, so I won't be here this Friday. But are you? Oh open? no, we're not even. You're open. not open yeah. anymore. So. And I was closed last Friday. This Friday, I just think about how crazy the world is. Isn't it though? It's crazy, you know. And I'm watching these market gyrations, and I'm I'm looking at the the psyche, and listening to the pundits trying to explain away what's really happening in this country. And, What's really happening, ladies and gentlemen, is we elected a president because it was, you know how gold is the currency of last resort? This is the president of last, last resort. resort. That's, that's right. The only way that they're ever going to try to ever fix anything, and he can't fix it, he doesn't have enough money. <laughs> that's the biggest problem. And then they're putting all the Bilderbergers in there in the office, you know. I mean, Oh, so, yeah. So the Millionaire Boys Club has started. And uh, it's, i got to tell you, it's going to be interesting. You're busy as can be. People are buying gold like left and right. I just had a call from uh, one of my oldest, oldest uh, friends and, and fa- pretty much family member wants to buy uh, 20 grand of gold and silver. How about that? Yeah. So, I mean, just my yeah. brother Yep. just so, bought gold. Crazy, right? I mean, just crazy things. And, and you're sitting there, and I'm trying to, you know, as we're talking about all of the things that 20-plus years ago in your crazy speeches, I remember that one of the first times and I was new on the air, and you made that ridiculous state, statement about General Motors. <laughs> I remember, and I was—I remember the look on your face. I was like, "Oh, you can!" And I was worried. I'm like, "You can't say that kind of you stuff." You were worried. Like, are we going to get thrown off the air? People are going to be like, the, the, "You're taking away our credibility." Well, we were 36 months ahead of a General Motors bankruptcy, and we called it right here on the radio. But it didn't take a genius to figure it out. 
that uh, I actually heard a, a guy on CNBC go, well, General Motors is basically a mutual fund with a car company attached. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> so I went and looked at it, and you know what? He was right. right. I mean, everything was done. Their earnings was based on not building automobiles or wages or how much money they could save. It was based on their ability to sell debt and issue stock and be able and and to be able to invest in stock and not have to pay dividends. And I mean, it was crazy, crazy. And it, it's all nothing's fixed. Nothing's fixed. Now don't we have a ten dollar an hour coming in here on the first. Right? Yes. That now yes. remember that was supposed to destroy everything. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that ten goes to twelve. And I have to tell you that, and that's not going to be enough. Yeah, you I mean, said it. You said ten years ago. Yeah, it has to be fifteen. At least. And now you're saying thirty. Thirty bucks an hour is what you have to make to be able to raise a family. Thirty bucks, and, and you and the wife both have to. Make well, that. and the problem is, once you get to thirty, it's going to cost sixty to raise it. That's the problem. We can never catch up because the the wages go up, but. By the time you get to that wage, everything else has gotten so much more expensive. That's not enough. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just well, I don't know, you know. But this is this this is the culmination of how many decades of telling people there's no inflation, right? Okay, right. this is how we got to this point. Remember, oh, you, I think you got five bucks. That was your cola adjustment for starting next week, right? There's you no get an inflation. extra five dollars because there's no anyone. inflation. And the, so now the labor secretary came out of the fast food industry. The new guy coming in. I don't think that's good, do you? Well, that, that actually kind of surprised. Me. Well, Donald Trump's not a big proponent. He doesn't like right. He doesn't wage want to, at all. Well, no. yeah, he doesn't want to raise no. any pay. And the one thing that I agreed with, and you know, this is how crooked everything was. I made the call also during this election that if if they got out of the way, like the Republicans eventually did, and put Trump in, had had the Democratic Party not been so crooked and let Sanders win, which is who would have won? Was it not? Trump? I'm going to tell you right now, you're actually right. I remember. You said it was going to be Bernie and Donald, and if it had been Bernie and Donald, I think the Democrats would still be in power. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think that Trump would have beat Bernie, but it was so crooked that they wouldn't give him the nomination. Same deal, you know. They tried to do with Trump, but Bernie rolled over. Trump did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Page of the Radio News Hour final segment. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, former CEO, shipping clerk, and janitor. And uh, I was just wandering by, and uh, I heard people talking about me. That was the. <laughs> I didn't know you were here. Yeah, I know. I didn't know I was here either. So I just can't get used to the Christmas on a weekend, and you know, it's, it's really, really well, Christmas and New Year's both. I know. I just, it's like we didn't even get a day off. So. Well, you know what? I'm doing the I'm doing the way the the new American worker does it now because you can't take a whole week off. So for both Christmas and New Year's, I took off Friday and Monday. I see that, yeah. Right. But remember, all three-day weekends, because of inflation, are now five. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't know. 2017 is going to be a year, though, I can tell you. When's the inauguration? That's the 20th. The 20th. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this may you live in interesting times. Big, I'm a big Trump fan. I'm all for it. I want to see him get the factories up and going, get this country back to where it was, where, you know, People, you don't need a, a government uh, or, or a college degree to get a government job, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, here's what we're going to get. We're going to get a lot more 
back to the buy back their own stock and mergers. Well, I think yeah. Donald's going to get. I think Donald's going to be pretty upset. That's a very, that, very good way of putting it. That's, that, what's that, gonna that's what the. I'm going to tell you right now. That's what the billionaires want to do. Oh, they're going to let Trump's going to let us bring all this money back from overseas. You know, they talk about that every five or ten years. Oh, there's there's billions and billions of dollars. Apple's got all this money, and Microsoft got all this money. They're going to bring it back. And of course, we found out they used to bring it back and build stuff. Now they just bring it back to buy back their own stock or to buy somebody else out. Well, it'll be interesting, and I got to tell you that uh, you know, here's the difference. So this is almost like Aiken to when I was younger when. Uh, when Jimmy Carter, horrible president, get rid of him. You had, you know, 20% prime rate in this country, $800 gold, $50 silver, and they brought in Reagan. Okay? But the the difference is is they're throwing out Obama with record low interest rates. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. I, yeah, I mean, I... I oh, wait a minute. I see where you're going Right. So it's hard to, to, to get a grasp of where we're going. I mean, ultimately... If you're, you're thinking it's going to be the flip the switch. That's what I think. So... 800-951-0592. Yeah, the Carter administration may be coming in right now. So, I mean, I know it's, it, but the only thing that I can base the future on, any wise man will tell you, is, is trying to, you know, study the past, study history. And I'm looking at this, of course, they're, again, they're unprecedented times. So the debt's at 20, 20 trillion. Twenty trillion. Twenty trillion. Well, that's good. It's Nobody cares. It matches the twenty thousand Dow. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? <laughs> so at twenty one trillion. So at thirty trillion dollars, the right. Dow will be at thirty thousand. At forty trillion, it'll be at forty thousand. Seems to be working so far, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I don't think they're going to hand out any national debt twenty trillion hats. <laughs> <laughs> It's already here. Oh, okay. Is the debt board shut off, or is it running? Well, it's running, and 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 that was part of the thing they did before they went home for the Christmas break. They did pass a little spending bill uh, to keep the debt board running through April. Oh, the yeah. debt ceiling thing. Yes. See, you miss all this if you don't listen to Patriot Radio News Hour every day. You miss it all. I was up Flagstaff. I've been creeping around, uh, kind of in radio free land for a little bit, but uh, it's nice. I'm looking forward to uh, to. Uh, a good New Year's Eve. I hope you folks are too. We got one more show tomorrow. Uh, we still we ran some five dollar libs at the lowest price in years yesterday. I still have some of those left at three forty. Uh, pick up some rolls of silver quarter, silver half dollars as well. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two.